Blog Talk Radio. Chatter. I'm your boy Jess Ray. This is Will ninety three, man, and uh we got a very, very good friend of mine, a very special guest, man, my man AJ Kirby is hanging out with us today. Um and he's gonna be giving us some his um thoughts and opinions on um law enforcement and the coronavirus. And with that being said, AJ, what's happening, man? Yes. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? How both of y'all doing? You know, I'm... Oh, we're good. We're good. Thank you for doing the job you're doing here in the city out in Los Angeles, man. man. Really appreciate you. That's for sure. For sure. For sure. So, before we get started with the Q&A, AJ, kind of let the um the listeners know who you are and what you what you do. Well, uh, I've been working here in law enforcement in Los Angeles here for the past 30, uh, 30 plus years, almost 31 years. Um, born and raised in Los Angeles, uh, I, I deal with the community. Majority of my time has been working in community relations uh, with the police department. Um, but you know, like I say, I, I like like my job. Uh, about another three years ago, and uh, but other than that, uh, things are good. Cool thing, cool thing. Well, the topic of discussion that we were looking at um, to uh, all the listeners out there. We're looking at law enforcement as it pertains to um, to the coronavirus pandemic, um, how law enforcement was handling uh, operations on a day-to-day basis, um, and some of the, the trials and tribulations that they may be going through. So um, with that, Ray, I'm going to leave you off with the first question. We're just going to tag team and uh, get, some, get some knowledge from my brother right now. <laughs> okay. Okay, <laughs> Sounds good. All right, so the first question we have for you, AJ, uh, is the LAPD arresting people that are out after 11:30 or 12? We've been hearing that lately, um, and are, or are they issuing citations? Where where are we at with that? Well, like I say, all the all the things that I give you, these are my opinions, but for the most part, I work for a police department. But I, I'm consistent with whatever we do. So just understand that we do not go out and uh, arrest people for being out. I mean, the, the there's the Safer at Home initiative that the mayor here in our city has done, but basically he wants people to stay at home. I mean, this, this whole transmission of this disease is basically from contact, person-to-person contact. So the less chances of contact we have is the less chances it's going to spread. So, and then it doesn't necessarily have to go from person to person. You touch something in a store, you touch something wherever, um, those are the type of things that how it spreads. But then when it comes to people, we as police department, we know there's, I got to go to work. I haven't stopped. There's, you know, CHP, hospital workers, the grocery store workers, uh, some retail like Target stuff because they have groceries. 
you name it, restaurants, waiters, not waiters, but more so food service that prepare foods and things. People are still working. The construction industry is still going. So the city is not shut down. So there's no reason why a police officer would stop somebody to ask them where they're going. It just, just, there's no reason for that. Even even at right. that hour, like say it's eleven thirty, if you're coming home from like work or because you know like people, most people that work in LA don't really live in LA. So if they're if they're commuting between back and forth, there's no reason for that thing. Is basically what you're saying? No, not not at okay. all. I mean, like I say, I I work. I have to go to work. I have been stopped. I've come home at night various times or whatever. I mean, I would be stopped. I mean, I'm a black man driving in Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> You think it like no, it's just not. It doesn't happen. So it's not happening. We don't do it. No, no agency out here is doing that. Now I don't. I can't speak for other parts of the country. The, the situation is a lot dire and worse in New York and some places. So I mean, okay. those places where they quarantine a city, you know, around one of the neighborhoods in Brooklyn or, or somewhere, you know. I mean, I, you know, that's a different thing. But for here in Los Angeles, it's not happening. All right. All right. Hmm. Good. Good. Good info, man. We so we've just claimed that myth. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's some good education there. Uh, question number two, AJ. Um, in your opinion, and I had to state that in your opinion, are we in a state of emergency? Like, um, have they looked at the idea of national guard being uh, brought into any of the cities? Well, I mean, the, the the California National Guard, I know they were on a, a state of readiness and stuff, and they're deployed. But for what I've seen the National Guard doing at this point is helping set up hospitals and, and you know, all these makeshift field hospitals and things that obviously if you're going to have a 1,000 beds, like our convention center is, is being set up. So you got to have somebody to come in and set up a 1,000 cots and put a 1,000, you know, a, a, uh, extension cords or whatever because people are going to need, you know, like, say, equipment if they're going to be monitored or monitoring the right. they got to have power at these stations. they got to have blankets. they got to have all the stuff that goes with if you're in a hospital. So um, so that's the only thing I've seen them doing at this point, but there's no roadblocks or checks or anything like that that people might, you know, especially if you've been in L.A. during the riots, you would, you know, remember that, you know, National Guard was rolling yeah. around doing stuff like that. But at this point, right. and here in Los Angeles, it's not like that. And then, like I say, we're we're not the worst. We're not ground zero for this. I mean, the sense of things is going on the East Coast, down in New Orleans, down in, like I say, in New York and some other places. Yeah, so even maybe north in San Francisco, it's a little different mm-hmm. in in the sense of how everybody's being treated because of the 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 the, the magnitude of how many people uh, are infected. So. Wow. Yep. Wow. Did you say the convention center is being set up? As yeah, a our LA, LA convention center, yep, as a makeshift hospital. Not necessarily, I don't think for, uh, I'm not sure if it's, if it's for COVID-19 in the same way where they got that, that military ship in uh, New York. They got one uh-huh. here in the port in, in the in the port of down in San Pedro. They got one down there, but wow. they're not supposed to be doing uh, coronavirus, COVID-19 cases. They're supposed to be doing other stuff, people, minor surgeries, minor things. You break a leg, you you know, stuff that doesn't, you know, that you're not a, a, a worried about that COVID-19. These are other medical issues that they're supposed to be taken care of. So, But the convention center, yeah, is being set up as a 
as a, a field hospital to you know to treat patients. And, and like I said, I don't know where it's going to go as far as what type of patients, but those are the things that the National Guard stuff are helping to set up. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yep. All right. Wow. Will. Wow. Are you good with that answer, Will? You got that answer? Man, I, I, you know what? Let me circle back and say to AJ, you know what? Thank you so much for just being able to answer some of these questions that we may have from the opinions of law enforcement. Um, again, what we're trying to do with our shows is just educate. We figure the better we educate people, the better prepared they are, the more knowledge they have, the more they're able to navigate. So, again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you yeah. so much for all, for all of um, But, man, um, wow. Wow, Ray. Um, <laughs> glad you were sitting down for that one. Uh, you up for yeah. the next question, man. Uh, share your all thoughts. Right. So, so, AJ, so what I've seen, like, in the case of, maybe, of Italy and New York, uh, are we going to need papers to travel around the city, like, if we are – to get quarantined, to see, like, elderly family members and to get groceries? Do you think that might come to that if we do come to that state, well, I mean, like but a that's, quarantine, a state of emergency? That's on a worst-case scenario. If we get to the point where we're doing that, I mean, you know, a lot of people are protected, and it's getting worse to the point where, uh, you know, all the people going out to even going to, like, a lot of these grocery stores and stuff like that, they would, you know, in a sense, that limit that, those type of things, you know. Um, but like, say, in Italy, I mean, it was to, to affect the spread of disease. And mm-hmm. you know, if you don't, if you don't go to other parts of the town or you don't travel or whatever like that, you don't, you know, spread it. And that's the only way you're gonna deal with it. And then, in a sense, to get people tested. So, um, I don't. Foresee that, but I mean, it's possible, but we're not to that point yet. But I mean, nothing that I've heard to the point where you know, I mean, you know, being a law enforcement officer, I haven't heard anything to the point where, yeah, we're going to be setting up roadblocks and stuff like that. But you got to understand, LA is too big to be, you know, you need, you know, 14 different militaries and whatever to be trying to put roadblocks on every street around LA. <laughs> so, right, it, it's just probably not going to happen. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, right. I have a question here. Um, crime. Um, I'm going on the assumption, but have you seen crime decrease? Um, and then what kind of crimes have been really going on? Um, for for where I work, I mean, crime is down. I mean, I. I, I I listened in on a, a conference call with our bureau chiefs and our captain. Uh-huh. Uh, we do that once a week or the major conference where everybody's kind of in the sense in the low is on that call and crime. And uh-huh. I want to say in West bureau where I work is all five of our divisions are down in crime for the most part. Yay. Uh, so, Yay. That's you cool. know, and that's, and that's, that's the thing. You know, a lot of people are not on the street. A lot of businesses are closed. Uh, people aren't breaking in houses because people are at home. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. so those things. I mean, we a couple, couple nights, and then, you know, it, it got to the point where um, we did see a couple of cell phone thefts and stuff where in the street robberies of 
of things like that, and that was last week, but that was more you know, a lot of people were taking to the street jogging and stuff like that. So, you, you know, you're jogging down the street with your, with your ear pods in and not really paying attention to your surroundings. Uh, yeah, you know, and then you got your fancy iPhone in your hand, you know. Uh, yeah, you do become a target and stuff like that. But for the most part, those things are, you know, not, not a lot. It's not a rash of them. And, uh uh, but for the most part, it's just all about awareness and just being, don't be a victim. So I think we're in a position now where a lot of people, you know, they're staying home, staying to themselves. And I always say, you know, nothing happens good after midnight when you're out. So those are the type of things, you know, for people hanging out and doing whatever, you know, it's never nothing good that happens. So if you stay at home, uh, stay with your family, you, you're going to be safe. Okay. That's good. That's good, man. That's great. There it is. There yep. it is. That's what I'm talking about. I want AJ, I've known you for quite some time, man. I want you to be extremely bored at work. I don't want anything going on. I just want everyone to be able to just twiddle their thumbs for a little bit. I don't want any crimes going on in West Girl. Yeah. Well, like I say, that's 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 my job to the point where I, you know, crime prevention. So uh, you know, like say, right. hey, I'd be happy if nothing happened. So be be happy to drive around and wave to the people. So pass out stickers <laughs> right. to the kids, stuff like that. That's all. Hey. You know, that'd be great. Man, yeah, stickers. That's it. That's dope. Ray, you wow. up, man? Your turn. All right. Uh, so the next question is: uh, So we find like a lot of families may not want to get together with each other, especially if they have like elderly members of their family. Like what would you tell the elderly members of their family? How should they take care of themselves in in case someone can't get to them? Maybe in case of emergency or, you know, because they're just vulnerable. Like what would you tell them or how would you tell them to take care of themselves? Well, you know, they, they said that a lot of these, this this whole thing is, yeah, if you're 65 or older, you're, you're a little more vulnerable to catching it or whatever. So, I mean, if you're, if you're at home, they, you know, I just saw a news story right before uh, I left my office about where they're doing, uh, you know, video conferencing and stuff like that and, and trying to get the younger generation of family to teach grandma how to, you know, do, you know, do a conference call or, or, or you know, well, people that are elderly don't necessarily have, they might not have the technology or an iPad or something, or, you know, they just don't know how to use it. So, uh, so those are the things, but yeah, but like I say, even we see newscasters and things because they're over 65, they're doing the news from their living room or whatever. But, you know, like I say, just to stay away from people, uh, is the best thing. And I mean, we, we, this has always been proven and this is what they're, Another story I saw tonight as far as uh, people overseas, they were saying that the social distancing is, is probably one of the things that's, you know, that's, to, that's, that's, that's uh, straightening out the curve on, on this disease. So, um, you know, I think we were well ahead of it here. And, and uh, so definitely keeping older people away, uh, that's one thing. But like I say, if you, in, in all actuality, if you have to go check on a person today, it's, you know, you just have to do it. But uh, just be conscious of what you bring into uh, uh, an elderly person, a person that you know, 65 or older. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. I had um, I have a question here. It says, from what you know, 
when do you expect us to start going back to a normal functioning society? But let's tweak that a little bit, AJ. Um, from what what you see as normal versus what you've seen over the last maybe five, six weeks, what was the mm, what has been the start difference between what was a normal day in a life versus what you're seeing now? Well, uh, normal, I mean, but you got to understand, this is Southern California. This is the west side right. of town. And, you uh-huh. know, I mean, for what I see in any given night, you know, you got people flocking to Hollywood. You got people flocking to, you know, different places to hang out, the malls, the, uh-huh. you know, wherever, you know, the piers, uh, certain, the Grove is, you know, certain places is just a tourist destination. And then now uh-huh. uh, it's like night and day in the sense that, you know, yeah, the Grove is closed, the the, the malls are closed, uh, you know, it, the movie theaters are closed, you know, all the clubs in Hollywood are closed, you know, so it, it, it's, it's very different. But the thing is, it's just that people got to find something to do. So uh, and even, right. even the fact we talked about, we haven't touched on the fact that the schools are closed. So, you know, just the fact that you're seeing all the kids staying home trying to do, you know, stuff on online and, and, and whatever. So that's a big thing. Um, uh, just, you know, society has just changed, you know, to the point where people are not, well, well we say uh, a year ago when somebody wore a mask on a plane, you thought they were just paranoid. And then now it's like the norm, you know, where you see people, yeah. you know, wearing masks just, walking down the street or whatever like that because that's the one thing about the spread of this whole thing and disease is that now, you know, people are understanding how it spreads, so they're taking, um, you know, steps to, to, to end it. So for the most part, uh, we as people um, just, you know, learning how to, you know, do things at home and do things with your family, and it's just not the entertainment capital of the world that we used to be, you know. Right, and that's right. It. Okay, okay. Man. Man, that's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Yep. Right. Hey. Just, uh, not the same. Just um, right. All right. The next now serving. We got. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what are the best things? So, you know, people are traveling back and forth. I think we might have touched on this question. But just in case, uh-huh. what are the best things that we can do if we encounter law enforcement and you're traveling to see family or buy essential items, like if we do, we need, what's your, what's the best thing to do? Well, I mean, for the most part, like I said earlier, we're not stopping people because you're out. Okay. So understand that. So, I mean, there's too many professions that are included in what's allowable to be open and to go to work and whatever, including construction. They're still building these big, you know, 20, 30, 40, you know, story buildings. Uh, They're still building the subway. Uh, They got a a rail line going down Crenshaw. I mean, there's stuff that's going on. You got construction workers. So the the thing is with that, understand, it's a a time where we don't want social distancing. So if you're driving down the street as a law enforcement officer, we see you driving down the street, you're driving down the street. If you somewhere right. hanging out on the corner, playing loud music, doing stuff that's just not 
you know. Not normal. That's the stuff that, yeah, that's the stuff that you don't need to be doing where you're obviously you're not taking the social distance and stuff. Like all the people going to the beach and all this other stuff. They shut down all the beaches. Then people start going to the parks and all this stuff. They shut that down. Now they're shutting down farmers markets and things like that. So if you're doing social stuff where they tell you it's safer at home and to get rid of all the social stuff, that's the stuff that we should be adhering to to the point where, um, you know, you should just be at home. So if you're doing crazy stuff, you're out there doing donuts in the street or anything like that, that's the stuff that's going to get you going to get you stopped. Now, if you get stopped by the police, for the most part, you've committed some kind of traffic violation or you're driving kind of crazy or something like that. Now, that's, that's the stuff that'll get you stopped, but it won't be because it's anything to do with coronavirus or just staying at home. We're not, you know, if you're lawfully in a car, that's fine. We know people got to go places. Like I say, we right. got 10,000 officers on this department and for the most part, they're all working and you know, you know. Other than that, we'd be stopping each other, right? You know, what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. So AJ. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, AJ. So I'm on the corner, and I'm selling toilet paper and hand sanitizer. Okay. And I'm and I'm playing um, um, old Michael Jackson tune. You're not gonna like pull over and say, "Yo, you know what? I need you to pick up the toilet paper and hand sanitizer." No, I mean for the most part we we have that was the thing that you know with a lot of the street vendors. So, you know, the, the they really didn't the mayor was very lenient in letting a lot of the street vendors um, you know, sell um to make money because okay. they're mostly immigrants and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Now, this is nothing to do with corona. I mean, this was before then. And this is how they okay. were making money. You know, they were actually on the okay. street doing, you know, making money. But then uh, as of now, it was like, wait a minute. So now do we really have to go after the street vendors? So that's something that they're looking at. And I know that we were trying to, you know, encourage those guys not to, to sell, you know, certain, you know, uh, places or at least if they do not, you know, have one customer at a time. It's the same with the market. You just can't, you know have a whole, you know, 40, 50 people in, in, in one little area at a time. So so for the most part, you know, if you sell it on the corner, you sell it on the corner. That's the way I look at I'm, it. I'm, I'm just checking because, you know, toilet paper, hand sanitizer, man, you know, coming home from home from work, like, man, I need to stop at the store. Oh, I need to get some toilet paper. Oh, wait a minute. I see this guy. He's selling toilet paper, hand sanitizer. Pull over. Okay. Yep. Well, like All I say, right, so but the bottom line, like a guy the other, let me tell you, right quick, another guy the other day, I'm we were talking to one of the markets in our area, and they because they got a line down the street, Trader Joe's, and then a mm-hmm. uh, uh, guy guy pulls up on my left, and he's like, hey, he's like, you don't mind if I go sell uh, toilet paper and stuff out of my car? I was like, do what you want to do, it just don't do it out in the middle of the street. I said. Find a place out right. of the street to do it, you know, because he's like, I got a lot of it. I'm selling it cheap. And I said, okay, that's fine. But, you know, just don't get permission wherever you go sell it from. Don't be in somebody else's parking lot and, you know, and be safe about it. So right. that's it. Yeah. Right. We we just helped out those vendors out there listening to us on Scatter Chatter right now. If you have toilet paper to sell, if you have a surplus of toilet paper, 
You can go out here and bend with the toilet paper and the hand sanitizer. All right, all right. Yep. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. There you have it. There you have it. Now, we were talking before the show started, and it's out, it's a good question here. It's what is being done to contain the homeless and skid row people if this outbreak gets worse? Now, if you could elaborate on what we were talking about before the show started, which is how people are not taking on some of the resources and actually choose to be out on the street, if you could speak on that. Yep. And then, like, or just like I said, my personal opinion, you know, our mayor in this city has been very supportive of trying to end homelessness and doing all the things. And, I mean, you know, that goes with the county and whatever all as well. But the the issue with, um, you know, we got, I think, 13 shelters right now. We converted 13 gyms in the city where they got home. They're housing the homeless uh, during this time. So, um, awesome. you know, they all have uh, people that are homeless have an opportunity to go to the shelters, and they're giving vouchers. And I hear the mayor encouraging hotels to, you know, open up their doors and get more different places where people can stay, and they're trying. But then there's a lot of people that we see in our division that are chronic homeless that have been in certain locations in certain areas for years, and you try to help them out and try to say, hey, here's a shelter, whatever, like they will not go. They'd rather live on the street than go to a shelter. And a lot of that stuff is dealing because, one, mental illness is one thing because they've got to be mentally unstable to realize if I'm giving you a shelter to go stay for two or three months compared to living on the street, then which one is better? But, you know, but the thing is they all – a lot of them are dependent on drugs, dependent on uh, they want to smoke, they want to drink, they want to do things, and those things aren't allowed in shelters and stuff. So, um, but I, you know, I think the fact that they're cutting off a lot of the things uh, that uh, that they want to do is the reason why they don't go. But I mean, it's like it's free opportunities to get places to stay, but a lot of them don't want to do it. So, there you go. So it, it's a it's a it's a culture, especially like you say, Skid Row downtown. I mean, you know, a lot of the people, a lot of them don't even live down there. You know, like so you see guys down there that are selling drugs and stuff. They don't even live down there. They just down there preying on the people that live down there. You know, so that that's that's a hard thing. So it's just one thing we got to get more mental hospitals uh, or get our mental 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 health program back on track through the county. But that went away years ago. But I think we definitely need it. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Yep. All right, Will. Um, I guess I'm up, huh? <laughs> Thank you for that, AJ. Um, yep. So, let's see. And we have the next question. Let's see. Have there been man officers contracting the virus from dealing with the public at large that you know of or maybe have heard of? Well, I know as of today, I think we had 27 uh, LAPD personnel um that have contracted uh, COVID, you know, Corona, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it. Um, But in a sense that I don't know, you know, I mean, everybody's circumstances are different. So like I say, you Mm -hmm. don't, you know, there's people from our command staff on down the officers, even civilian. But it's one thing you don't know where they got it from. So that's the whole thing. I mean, you you know everybody don't no one's 
to the point where we all just stay at the station. So it's, it's you know, it's one thing to, you know, you go home every night, you go to the store, you do this, you do that, whatever. You don't know, you know, where it comes from exactly because the way it shows up. So it's kind of hard to pinpoint. So, it can't, mm-hmm. it's, you know, you can't say that it all came from. But I, the, the stories I'm hearing, I mean, there's officers that got it. I know for a fact that they have, you know, wives, husbands, girlfriends, whatever, have it through whatever they did, and then they might contract it through that. Or, you know, there's people in our department that went recently, went overseas, like on vacation and traveling and stuff like that, and cruise ships and whatever, and got it through that. So uh, I would be safe to say that a lot of the newer cases are probably going to come up if we get more new ones. We'll probably maybe be dealing with maybe suspect contact. But for the most part, if we're sheltering in place, and, you know, staying at home and not, you know, washing our hands and doing all the stuff, it would, you know, definitely uh, slow down the spread of this. But for the most part, um, I, I think it's, it's you know, really don't know where it comes from. But I, but I do know we do have officers affected, you know. And then, like, say, the, the, the James Craig, the chief of police of uh, Detroit, he has it. And he was a mm. one-time LAPD uh, captain, retired from our department, and uh, apparently he's infected, and he lost, uh, I think, one of his deputy chiefs or something like that. And then, you know, and I saw a story where there's him, and they got it apparently tracked it down to they all attended a community event where they all, you know, were there. And, uh, and you know, and I'm hearing things about, you know, because they talk on the microphone that the microphone might have had it on there, whatever. I don't, you know, so those type of things. So, but he's infected, and I know him personally, so. Wow. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right, Will, your go. Hello. Um, I was, yeah, I'm here. I was just, <laughs> I'm just kind of blown away at the news. I'm sorry. So, yeah, we had some other questions that we've already touched upon, and we're getting close to the end of the show. But I'm thinking of funerals. For mm-hmm. L.A. City and L.A. County, are they still allowing um, legally for you to conduct funerals? And if not, what is the game plan for that? That's a good um, one. As far as I know, I mean, I've seen a, a couple of funerals and stuff. They, you know, like it's, even with church and stuff like that, a lot of churches, they were doing social distancing where they weren't sitting you know, next to each other, they space between people and stuff. So, I mean, mm-hmm. as far as I know, they, they're still allowing it, but they're just dealing with the social distancing aspect of, you know, keeping people uh, away from each other when they're, you know, sitting in the church. So you see everybody, you would bunch up front, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a picture where everybody's spaced out and they're all the way through the, you know, through the chapel. So, uh, okay. but that, okay. you know, like is the best thing. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. I just had to throw that in. Um. Wow. AJ, I want to thank you so much for the wealth of information that you've given. Um. Um. Your opinions were very valuable. Um. Well received over the 30 years that you've been um, in law enforcement. Um. I just want you to stay safe out there, man. Continue doing the great job that you've been doing, and I, I just pray for you and all of your brothers and sisters in law enforcement to be safe and healthy during this um, this pandemic, man. Thank you so much. 
right, no problem. Thank you, fellas. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, thank you. And likewise, thank you, AJ. Really appreciate you. Yep, no That's problem. That's true, man. Man. All right. Well, uh, last word, Will, before we go off. Um, I, I think I'm going to start looking at this mental health piece that we're talking about with the homeless. That might be a topic mm-hmm. of discussion. So we kind of brought that up. Um, mm-hmm. That may be something I want to kind of um, get into. But for all the people out there who are listening, um, just be safe. Um, continue to listen to the CDC. Consist, uh, continue to listen to the WHO. Um, I want you to wa- wash hands. Keep keep your hands away from your face at all times. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're trying to, you know, unless you have clean hands. Just uh, take care of one another, man. Be safe out there when you're traveling. Um, yes. That's, that's my final word, man. Really. All right. And what I'm about you, Ray? What Will's got to say, and um, as usual, I'm going to say just be good to each other. Stay at home. You know what I'm saying? If you got family members, if you really need to go see them, go do that, but do it cautiously. And, uh, yeah. you know, make sure you get your essentials and pay attention to the news. Make plans based upon that. Stay at home. Stay clean. Wash your hands. All that. Just stay safe. All don't that. Foolish. Don't, be, don't throw a party. Don't be at the beaches. Don't just be out because you just want to be out. Just, you know, just be safe. That's all I got. That's what we got. And until right. the next show, until man, next I'll take care. Yep. Until the next one. Peace. Peace. Peace.